ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of France, Singapore, and South Africa, and in the states of Nevada, Missouri, and Oklahoma, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners, because you keep listening up, Lift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is allow yourself to feel. When faced with emotional pain, allow yourself to feel the pain, then let it go. Robert Frost said the only way around it is through it. Crying releases stress hormones from your body. This makes room for the joy. If you have difficulty feeling your emotions, rent a sad movie to help you connect to your feelings. You probably know the saying, what you resist persists. When we're willing to sit with the pain, to feel it, to take it all in, to absorb it, even become one with it, it will release and move through us. It's an active energy that needs to be acknowledged. In that acknowledgement, it can dissipate. If it's not acknowledged, it gets louder until we have no choice but to feel it. The problem is, is that it usually appears in a new form that we don't recognize. It could be physical pain, depression, anxiety, a mental illness, or a physical disease, or chronic condition. Our feelings must be felt. It's the natural way of being, but we have adopted the false belief that life is supposed to be easy and light. We would rather not deal with the things we don't like. Every job, no matter how much we love it, has aspects that we don't like. We must do it anyway. 
It's the same with life. There are aspects that we don't like, but if we avoid them, they don't go away. If we don't do the dishes, they aren't going to clean themselves. Before long, we don't have any clean dishes. The same is true with our emotions. If we don't take care of them, if we aren't willing to face the unpleasant feelings, we just keep collecting them until we have no room for the positive feelings. We become numb or overwhelmed with pain. We have a choice, though. We can choose to believe that we are strong enough to handle the painful emotions. The irony is that when we accept the darkness in our lives, it lets go and makes room for more light and joy. This is the same process that happens with ourselves. As the darkness caused by pain releases, it makes room in ourselves for more light, good health, and rejuvenation. Now let's do two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. If you're concerned about violence, natural disasters, the economy, and the pandemic, this is something you can do to help. This visualization heals the earth and you of fear and replaces it with love and light. Do it with me now. Visualize the earth Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love all around it like a big bubble. Do this at least once a day. This raises the frequency of the earth, which brings more positivity to everyone and everything on the planet. Let's do the second one. Imagine yourself inside a big bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. Place bright dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this anytime you leave the house or if you're feeling anxious while inside the house. As Dwan Washington told us in our first show this year, hundreds of millions of angels are coming forward to help us create hope and positive change in our lives. As co-creators, it is our job to open the door and invite them in. Over the last two weeks, I discussed the importance of giving them permission to help us and of asking for their assistance to come in a positive way only. It's also important to pay attention to the answers we're receiving. Sometimes we get exactly what we want quickly, but not always. Sometimes we are asking for something that is not possible or that takes more time. We might need to adjust our request to receive the help we desire. For instance, not every marriage will last. Not everyone will recover from illness. And that all problems can be resolved immediately. We must pay attention to the information coming to us, face the truth, and change our prayer or look for signs of slow progress. We can even ask for an angelic specialist to help us discern and accept the truth. We can all use help, and the most powerful help comes from the spiritual realm. My guided meditation workshop video, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, will connect you with 1,000 angels and with the angelic part of yourself that is still in heaven. You can participate when it fits your schedule from anywhere in the world. 
For details, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on Workshop Rentals. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, peace, joy, kindness, compassion, forgiveness, and positivity. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Dr. Greg Hammer, who is here to talk about how to achieve happiness in three minutes a day, gain without pain. After our episode last week with Alana Pratt, I received the following email from Lillian. Alana's interview was very heartfelt. Her story is inspirational for anyone searching for their heartmate. I realize now that I married my first husband because I didn't have the courage or confidence to live as a single person. Looking back, I didn't truly know myself at the age I married, which was probably the main reason the marriage failed. I loved her statement about how couples shouldn't need each other in a relationship. Rather, they should complement each other. As she said, this can only happen when you love yourself enough to be transparent and vulnerable with your partner. Thank you for having her on your show and sharing her story. You're welcome, Lillian, and thank you for writing to us. I also appreciated Alana's willingness to heal from the abuse in her life. She made a choice to accept what is, forgive herself and others, and be grateful for all of it. In doing so, she freed herself to find and become her best self. If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on how to find and nurture a healthy relationship, please listen to some of my previous shows like August 6, 2020 with Cac Young, 21 Days to the Love of Your Life, December 6, 2018 with Karen Aberle, Build Power Relationships by Understanding the Invisible Dance and March 23, 2017, with Tatiana Jerome, Let Go, Love Yourself, and Find New Love. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. 
For added value, read my blog titled Using Adversity to Strengthen Relationships with Charlie and Linda Bloom, posted in June 2018. This blog reminds us that successful relationships take patience, forgiveness, compassion, and commitment from both partners. Here's an excerpt. Their story is one of two people finding the courage to be vulnerable, to look deeply at their own behavior, and to truly change within themselves to become whole and a worthy partner while also healing their life as a couple. It's much easier to point a finger and assess blame than it is to acknowledge our own role in the conflict and grow where we need to. They say it isn't about finding the perfect right person. It's about working through the differences and accepting who the other person is, especially in the ways they are not like us. To read the rest of this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. In addition to my blogs, check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my series on silver lining stories. My current affirmation came from Baru, who's a master teacher and healer in the spiritual realm. Today, I want to share with you exactly what he said to me. Start seeing yourself as light, not a physical body. You can shift the light, which is energy, to become whatever you like. Let go of the old thought thought process. You are energy, and it is flexible. You are energy in motion, a moving light. When you understand this, you won't limit your ability to change anything in your being, physical or otherwise. There is nothing you cannot change. You are limitless. Say this affirmation with me now. Through love, I am unlimited in my ability to create my reality in whatever way I choose. Let's say it one more time. Through love, I am unlimited in my ability to create my reality in whatever way I choose. Our thoughts, beliefs, and words are powerful. My guides told me that one positive voice drowns out 1,000 negative voices. This applies to what is in our heads as well. We can be the positive voice that drowns out the 1,000 negative voices in our own mind. Say this affirmation often. It will help you create positive change and movement in your life. Now it's time for my silver lining story. I had to choose to be that positive voice in my own life and access my ability to heal myself. Having grown up with abuse, I didn't know how to feel the onslaught of painful emotions, so I buried them. By the time I was in my late 50s, I was sick and tired about half of every week. When I finally admitted that my marriage was emotionally abusive, I chose divorce and my life began to get better in every way. I have spent the 16 years since then, he, since then healing from a lifetime of pain, anxiety, sadness, and low self-esteem. I have learned how to let go of old pain and to process new experiences quickly and easily. My silver linings have been many, 
including the joy of witnessing the healing of my body, mind, and spirit in ways that are not supposed to be possible. Like with a dandelion, we can't just cut the flower and expect that the root system will disappear. We must pull out the roots or they will travel several feet away and a new dandelion will emerge that doesn't appear to be connected. It's only when we understand the root system underneath and remove it that we can stop the dandelions from growing. Where the human body is concerned, we must discover and uproot the underlying cause of the physical problem or a new disease or condition will emerge that appears unrelated. That means healing on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. I first became aware of the changes in my body about three years after my divorce when people started telling me that my wrinkles were disappearing. Without the ongoing stress I had been under, my face began to relax and cells were rejuvenating without anti-aging creams. My acupuncturist, who is also a medical doctor, orthopedic specialist, and chiropractor, says that although I'm 75, my body is that of a 50-year-old. Some of the problems I had developed, like scoliosis, esophagitis, and a bladder condition, I was told would require surgery. Instead, I chose to dig up the roots of these conditions by removing painful thoughts, beliefs, and emotions and using acupuncture, chiropractic, and spiritual techniques, including crystals, rituals, meditation, essential oils, herbs, my own healing process, and work with my guides, angels, and spiritual healer. Since our cells are constantly regenerating, this should not be surprising. We can change the energy in our cells as we change our beliefs, set our intention, and engage in spiritual practices such as meditation, acceptance, forgiveness of ourselves and others, gratitude, compassion, kindness, non-judgment, and finding the silver lining in every situation. As we release the darkness and replace it with light, we can heal in ways that we often think of as miracles. When we are working with the spiritual realm, anything and everything is possible. Engaging in and and witnessing my own healing has been an ongoing, profound experience and a highlight of my life. Our guest today, Dr. Greg Hammer, is a pediatric intensive care physician, pediatric anesthesiologist, and professor at Stanford University Medical Center. He's a member of the Stanford Well MD Initiative and the Wellness Committee for the American Society of Anesthesiologists and Chair of the Physician Wellness Task Force for the California Society of Anesthesiologists. He has been a visiting professor and wellness lecturer worldwide and teaches GAIN at Stanford. In addition to his published laboratory research, Dr. Hammer is the author of GAIN Without Pain, the Happiness Handbook for Healthcare Professionals. 
You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. You can go to my website and learn more about renting my two workshop videos. One takes you through a past life regression process And the other is a guided meditation that awakens your inner angelic light body. Rent them at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video, speech, or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, what emotional pain do you need to allow yourself to feel? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Greg Hemp. Dr. Greg Hammer. I'm having trouble with my words today. With Dr. Greg Hammer, who's here to talk about how to achieve happiness in three minutes a day, gain without pain. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Welcome back. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down what emotional pain you need to allow yourself to feel. I'm so grateful to welcome Dr. Greg Greg Hammer, who's here to discuss how to achieve happiness in three minutes, gain without pain. Um, Dr. Hammer, it's really, truly a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, and, And I was wondering if you could begin by talking to us about your personal pain and experience that led you to develop this process, which is so helpful to so many. I think um, I have a lot, people in general have a difficult time believing that one can move beyond um, the most terrible of pains and the most unthinkable of experiences. And so how you do did it do it continue to do it um, is is really valuable and important to help us know that it is possible for us to continue our lives with joy and happiness even after experiences that um, are un, unthinkable. Well, thank you, Paula. I think you did such a great job talking about the A in gain, which is acceptance. Uh, earlier in, in your narrative, you really talked about the fact that we need to, uh, rather than cast aside painful experiences and resist them, uh, we need to actually sit and get in touch with our breath and close our eyes and imagine opening our chests and opening our hearts and bringing those painful experiences closer and closer until we actually merge with them, until there's no separation between us and that painful experience. And in that case, we often discover, I think, as you mentioned, that the pain is not quite as bad as we thought, and um, it's bearable, and we can move beyond it or through it. But, um, you know, we can't go around it. There's an expression called a spiritual bypass, which... I think means that we just pretend life is a bowl of cherries and then it becomes so. And actually, you know, I don't believe that that's true. I do think we need to sit with the pain. You said um, that which we resist persists. And in my book, I have a formula, actually, because, of course, in medicine and science in general, we love formulas. And the formula is suffering equals pain times resistance. And so we have a pain... And the more we resist it rather than accept it, the more we suffer. So I can tell you that, um, yes, we've all experienced pain. And um, about uh, three years ago or a little more than three years ago, I lost my son who was 29 years old at that time. And 
of course, yes, it's a it's a horrific pain, but it it simply is what it is. And um, as the uh, many many uh, guidelines in in religious philosophy and the Serenity Prayer, in particular, would have us know, um, we have to discern between what we can change and what we cannot change, and what we cannot change, we must accept. And so that is always the first part of my contemplation of acceptance each morning when I do my gain meditation. That's that's really powerful because, um, you know, what do they say? Denial is a you know river in Egypt. We when when we're in denial, um, we can't. Um, move forward. We're stuck in um, in a fantasy that prevents us from moving forward with our own life. Absolutely, I, I agree with that completely. And so, denial is one form of resistance. Of course, we're 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 refusing to bring closer and and open our hearts to that which is causing pain. And so, um, again, our suffering ultimately increases. I like your analogy with the dishes. Um, you know, they're not just going to clean themselves. We need to use our intention, which is the eye in gain, and, and work on those dishes until they're clean and, and put away. So, yes, um, I agree with you 110%. Yeah, and, and it, is, it isn't easy, but um, staying in pain isn't easy either. I mean, there's there's not an easy way out, like you say. You know, putting on a happy face and pretending um, we may be able to lead a surface life that way, but we aren't able to really get to the depths. And it doesn't mean that because we look happy that. Um, damage isn't happening inside of us because those feelings, that pain, that hurt is still there hurting us in unseen ways. Absolutely. Well, I think there's two characteristics that we as humans have that interfere with us experiencing our true nature, which is happiness. I think happiness is always there like our breath. It, it is our true nature. And the qualities that we have, and I think we could possibly explain these on an evolutionary basis, are, one, we have a negativity bias. So we tend to remember those things that are negative and forget the positive experiences. And, and, you know, we can tell lots of stories about that that demonstrate that negativity bias that we have. And the other quality we tend to have is we tend to be obsessed with the past and the future. And I think that contemplating the past can be adaptive when it comes to savoring our wonderful memories with family and loved ones and also learning from our mistakes. And contemplation of the future can be adaptive, of course, when we look forward to loving times and and joyful times and when we plan to put bread on the table. But beyond that, we think about the past and it's generally associated with regret and shame. We wish we would have done this, or we wish we'd known then what we know now, etc. And there's a lot of regret, shame, embarrassment. And when we contemplate the future, beyond those adaptive considerations, we 
often catastrophize and generate fear and anxiety. And I think that's especially true during the pandemic because there's so much uncertainty about the future. And if we sort of sink into our old habits, uh, that contemplation will be associated with thinking of the worst and, and therefore fear and a lot of anxiety and unhappiness. So once we recognize we have those qualities, we can use our intention to begin to rewire our brains. And that's the good news, that our brains remain plastic or can be rewired, as it were, even at middle and older ages. We used to think, you know, at the age of 30, our brains were pretty much what they were, wired the way they were. But that's not true, and, and there are lots of data to support that. So recognize what our shortcomings are and then use our intention to uh, sort of reprogram the way we think in a more positive present-oriented way. So how, how, how do you do that? Give us an example, please. Sure. Well, um, you know, I think the first realization that I had that led me down this path was, uh, oh, 10 or 11 years ago. I have been a long-time wellness enthusiast um, involved in, in athletics and physical fitness. Um, my undergraduate degree is in nutritional science. I bring that to my intensive care practice since we need to nourish our little ones who are healing from major surgery or from trauma or from life-threatening infections, for example. So I've, I've been a long-time fitness and uh, including nutrition uh, enthusiast and a long-time seeker of the truth. And so I've been a long-time meditator but about 10 years ago, I, I had a realization that, in fact, there was nothing really outside of myself to look for, that, that everything I ever needed was already there. And um, around that time, I met a teacher of, of Advaita and began to sit with him on retreats on a regular basis, often with my brother, with whom I'm very close. And that process has just really opened up my way of thinking and being. And so, um, as an example, as you asked, I think, first of all, we need to embrace that happiness is always within us. It is our true nature, and we just need to stop looking externally and just sit with that. And, um, uh, again, recognize the way we tend to think may be maladaptive that we're fixated on the past and the future. When we catch ourselves embroiled in this catastrophizing way of thinking about the future, for example, imagining the worst and, and even though it will likely never come to pass, recognize the way we're thinking and recognize that that way of thought is interfering with our experience of our true nature, which is happiness. So I think we first have to understand the way we think as humans. And we're not alone. We all have these ways of thinking that interfere with our being present. So when we find that our thoughts are taking us into the past and future in ways that are not adaptive, pause and allow ourselves just to sink into the present moment. So it's, it's actually the simplest thing one can imagine. But it's a matter of taking baby steps each day toward that realization. And I think, you know, my approach to it is the gain method that you referenced and simply sitting 
for as little as three minutes every morning and then gradually baby steps practicing these elements of gain as we go out into the world and throughout our day, I think, bring us, help us uh, bring ourselves into the present moment. And, and that's where happiness lives. The, the method that you've developed is really quite profound and simple. And, and, you know, as you say, can be done in three minutes a day. So we need to go to break. But when we come back, I'd like you to um, talk to us more about um, the gratitude, acceptance, um, intention, and non-judgment that GAIN stands for and how um, one applies that on a daily basis, and and not just those three minutes, but how we bring it into our lives. Um, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows, important information from each show, and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me, and that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down what intention do you want to set that will improve your life? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Greg Hammer to talk more about how to achieve happiness in three minutes a day, gain without pain. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You 
are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down what intention you want to set that will improve your life. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Omaya can help you. And I'm so thankful we're here with Dr. Greg Hammer talking about how to achieve happiness in three minutes a day, gain without pain. Um, Dr. Hammer, um, and I got your your first name right that time. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> um, t- talk to us about the gain method because it packs in so much and is so powerful. Sure. I think the four elements of gain are the four pillars of our emotional and spiritual happiness, and they're common to, I think, uh, all religious and philosophical ways of thinking. And, um, you know, you've done a very good job actually describing acceptance and intention. Uh, But gratitude is essential to our happiness. Excuse me. You know, we, we can see people who are blind and happy or deaf and happy or otherwise have physical challenges and they're happy. We see people who are poor and happy. But you'll never see somebody who's not grateful and happy. So that serves as a reminder that gratitude is really central to our happiness. And no matter how bad things seem, in a manner of speaking, they could always be worse. So, uh, you know, I just had surgery on my right shoulder and the good news is my left shoulder works great. So I'm grateful for that. And um, I think we all have much for which to be grateful. Even during the pandemic, we can look back on the great influenza pandemic of 1918 and realize how much better we have it now than we did then. In fact, our ability to connect with each other virtually as we're doing right now didn't exist then. So people were much more isolated and access to medical care, and certainly vaccine was non-existent. So even amongst uh, amidst the most difficult times, we can always be grateful for what we have. Acceptance, you have addressed beautifully that we really need to sit with that which is painful because pain and suffering are intrinsic to our human experience. And we need to open our hearts and really embrace that which is painful And as I said, when we do that, we often realize that there's nothing there really that we can't endure and that if we truly merge with the pain, we can ask ourselves the question, can I live with this pain forever? And the answer is yes. The I is intention and we need to live our lives with intention. Uh, You know, the father of mindfulness-based stress reduction who's name is Dr. John Kabat-Zinn. I'm sure you're very familiar with his work. He defined mindfulness as an awareness of the present moment that we have on purpose 
and without judgment, I'm paraphrasing. So you have the intention and the non-judgment intrinsic to being present. And as I said, being present is being happy. If we think of the moments when we're most happy, we're walking through a forest and surrounded by beautiful old tall trees and there's a canopy of leaves with the sunlight filtering through, we just feel merged with everything, the loss of separation, the loss of our separateness, our, our separate self. We're happy because we've let go of thoughts of the past and the future and we're in the present moment. And we can be in the present moment more if we live our life with that intention. And finally, the N in gain is non-judgment. And, you know, we spend a lot of mindful energy comparing things and and putting labels on things. Um, You know, this is good, that is bad. Um, That person is too tall or that person is smarter than I am. And this is really... uh, the way we expend a lot of mindful energy unnecessarily. It's not productive. In fact, it interferes with our ability to enjoy the present moment. So it turns out that it's not that difficult to teach ourselves to learn how to drop those judgments. So, you know, for example, I ride my bike to work. I'm very fortunate. I have a beautiful home on on Stanford campus. And while I ride my bike to work, I, I go through a narrow lane surrounded by beautiful trees and light. And I often will see somebody walking on the lane ahead of me, perhaps in the same direction I'm going. And as I get closer, I I realize they're in the middle of the lane and I'm not going to be able to get by them. And then I notice they have buds in their ears and they're looking at their screen. And I immediately start to make judgments about the person is inconsiderate. Uh, This person is not engaged we're in this beautiful environment. Why are they looking at their screen? And then I catch myself making those judgments and I drop the judgments and it's a release. And as I pass the person on my bike, I look at them and I smile and they smile and it was a pleasant experience. And it turned maybe a mildly unpleasant experience into a a happy experience. I connected with this person. So we can drop those judgments if we do so with intention. And so those are the four elements of gain that I think are, are common to just about every religious and philosophic uh, narrative with regard to being happy and connected. And they're all powerful, really powerful, simple and powerful. And as you say, really, they're, they're the foundation of living a life um, that's full and allows all the colors, all the emotions, everything that happens in our life and in the world to, to be able to live fully, not just paying attention to parts of it, but to know that it's all there and we're strong enough to be able to handle it, to process it, and to as you say, find the happiness that is our true nature. Absolutely. And so the the part of the intention is to do this morning practice or meditation, which can be done, as you said, in, in as little as three minutes. And so the reason I kind of devise this method as something that can be done in as little as three minutes is that 
I was teaching meditation to my students and residents and fellows and as part of their wellness uh, directive. And they would say, well, I don't have time to go to yoga. I don't have time to go running because, you know, I get home late and I, I can't I have the time to drive a half hour to 15 minutes even to the yoga studio and spend an hour and then drive back and take a shower and I've got to put my kids to bed. So it just occurred to me that everybody has three minutes and we can set our intention the night before by setting our alarm clock for three minutes earlier than we might otherwise. So if we're getting up at six o'clock in the morning, just set your alarm for 5.57. Nobody's going to miss three minutes of sleep. And then get up in the morning, open the blinds, do your morning hygiene, and find a comfortable place to sit and get in touch with the breath, with it, which I think is always accessible and, and does that uh, happiness is always accessible. And get into the breath, slow the breathing down. This has a lot of beneficial hormonal and other effects on our body just to slow our breath down. So in take a breath to a count of four, pause to a count of three, and, and exhale without effort to a count of four, however you want to do that. And then begin to contemplate that for which we're grateful. And, you know, I am, I'm grateful. The first thing that comes to my mind is the fact that, you know, I had uh, a condition called chronic lymphocytic leukemia. And long story short, I take a pill every morning, which is an immunotherapy and I have no evidence of the CLL in my body now. So I'm just so grateful. I, I didn't think I would be alive at this age 10 years ago. And everyone has things for which to be grateful. Our, our relative health, our relative wealth in comparison to many other people around the world, the relative safety of our environment, etc. So we, we contemplate our gratitude and then we move toward acceptance. And we contemplate something painful and with our breath, we just sort of bring it in, imagine our chest opening, our heart opening, bring in that which is painful, and sit with it and just feather that in with consciousness of our breathing. And, and then we move to intention. And, um, you know, there are so many things for which we can set our attention. Um, just, for example, just to be cognizant today of being present and dropping judgment of the first person we see, et cetera. And I'll say quickly that, you know, there's a, a study that's ongoing at Duke University called Three Good Things. And what they've shown in tens of thousands of people is simply in the evening before we go to sleep, think of three good things that happened during the day. And because we have this negativity bias, we often go to sleep with negative thoughts. So, Simply contemplating three good things that happen during the day as we prepare to go to sleep improves our sleep and it makes us happier people. And that's an example of how malleable or plastic our brains are and we can rewire our brains with simple examples of intention like practicing three good things. In the end, then we transition to the end, which is non-judgment, and we just think of the world exactly as it is. We, we drop the judgments of good or bad and contemplate the world exactly as it is. We didn't create it. We're not going to change it substantially. So just breathe in the acceptance of the world exactly as it is. And, and when we do this, we will learn how to accept ourselves exactly as we are. And that's probably the most difficult thing for many of us since we're so self-critical uh, due to our negativity bias. So 
we simply then, after our contemplation of non-judgment, we go back to the breath, slowing it down again, breathing in to a count of four, pausing for a count of three, and exhaling to a count of four. And then we can slowly open our eyes and go out into the world. And during the day, we can just, while we're walking down the hall or driving our car, think of one of these concepts. Think of how grateful we are for having the work that we do to serve or think of dropping the judgment of the first person you see when you're driving who might otherwise aggravate you. Just have a little smile and drop the judgment of that other person as being a bad driver or inconsiderate or whatever. So we can practice these techniques and, and, and they're so simple. We can, we can practice them anytime. They're always accessible just like the breath. Thank you so much. Um, we are out of time for this portion of the show, and I am so grateful for your being on the show and for sharing such important information, really profound and life-changing. Thank you, Dr. Hammer, and I wish you all the best, and I encourage everyone to purchase his book, Gain Without Pain, The Happiness Handbook for Healthcare Professionals, and to visit the website, greghammermd.com. Thank you and many blessings to you. And I thank all thank of you, you for... It's been a pleasure. My pleasure as well. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, rent my past life regression workshop video, and my Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body One. Read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, reading the Akashic Records or tarot, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, channeling your family guardian angel, and more. I'm also available to video conference, a custom design workshop or speech for you or any of my workshops or speeches such as dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, 21 steps for healing the body, discovering hope and silver linings, the OM awakening, or I can design something specifically for you and your group. And if you mention this show you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Omaya, who is the Archangel of Spiritual Healing. Ask for her help in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to heal through the spiritual realm. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Omaya, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me heal with spiritual techniques. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Omaya, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me find the best practitioners to help me heal through spiritual techniques. Pay attention to signs 
synchronicity and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday when Lisa Tahir will join us to discuss the Chiron effect, healing our core wounds through astrology, empathy, and self-forgiveness. On April 15th, when Marianne Stewart will be here to talk about managing your menopause naturally, reclaiming well-being, And on April 22nd, when Vera Lopez and Dr. Linda Starwolf will join us to discuss the shamanic mysteries of Peru. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.